Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Seriously, I'm, I'm petrified, but shall we... So far, on? you're doing a great job. Really? No, but we'll see what happens. Uh, okay, good. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. Ah! See, this is what concerns me, Nick. You're a punctual guy. You know the importance of being here right at 6 a.m., which is what leads me to think that there must be something wrong with the internal clock on our security system. May have been a minute late. Well, no, but according to this, you were two minutes late. So either you're a liar or this system is off by a full minute. If that's the case, then I'm going to have to fire Thomas, our longtime security coordinator. May have been two minutes late. Oh, well, then you were lying. Austin, you're on the air. Good morning. We're doing open phones. Hi, right, am I on the air? Yep. <laughs> Thanks. And now. Tacos. Tacos. Fish, fish, fish. Tacos. Tacos. Hey, producer Christine. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Monday morning, the 3rd of December. What's up, you guys? Hi. It's happening. Yeah. How um, how Christmassies are your house right now? Of course, Allie's has been in full holiday uh, effect since uh, October 15th. But how about the rest of y'all? Uh, we've decided not to decorate this year. What? Yeah. At all? <sighs> no. Get off my phone. Right? No. We, we have decided it's uh, she's working. Daniela's working. Uh, I clearly am working. And we just thought, you know, it's the next year. We'll put our energy into next year. Jews, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> is that part of it? Also, if I touch a Christmas tree, my body catches fire. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, no decorations. Not a oh. not a wreath on the door. Not a stocking over the fireplace. Not even a tiny little Charlie Brown tree. Well, we did kind of get a Charlie Brown tree from Target, like a two footer, like a really small thing, and then we just haven't put it out. So. No, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of work to take it out of the box. Yeah. Does Danielle celebrate Christmas? Yeah, she's okay. full on Christmas Central. See, then that makes it horrible. I would like to say she's I've... not Christmas Central. <laughs> no, yeah, this for Bean to say, oh, Jews, yeah. Right. She's not. She's not. Danielle official Goyam. <gasps> yeah. Goyam. Yeah, and yet still, our house, wow. sterile, looks like a hospital for Christmas. What's going on? Well, also a brand new house, yeah, people may not thing. know. We just moved into a new house. We have a lot of stuff going on, and we just felt like... Uh, I don't know. Just didn't seem like Rather it was... than putting up uh, and Christmas taking down. Tree. Yeah, yeah. Taking down's the real thing. What if I come over and decorate? Well, then. I mean, then it's a Christmas <laughs> holiday. <laughs> I, I mean, I, don't I, didn't, I don't ask Michael Jordan for basketball tips. You, uh, you know don't. I mean? You don't. You <laughs> are way, right, though. It's the taking down that's yeah. the yeah, real there's a There's a house uh, within a couple of miles of mine that I've seen many different times where they have... I don't. It's almost like Christmas vacation. Just, oh yeah, they have. They've collected Christmas stuff for fifty years. They put it all out, and on the twenty sixth of December, I always look and go, "Oh man, yeah, it <laughs> just a, must be miserable." It's a rough twenty eighth. But I do. <laughs> uh, we are watching our new neighbors 
because we figured if, God forbid, everyone has Christmas lights up and we are the Grinch on the street. Oh, I see. uh, I don't want them burning crosses on my lawn. So I would pay, like, one of those services to come and, like, set it up for me. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing says Christmas more than those. Yeah. Hey, I'm um, in the spirit of Christmas. Come on over here. Let me pay you to put up lights. <laughs> um, I have uh, people that are doing the uh, the outside of my house because in no way does Donna want me up on a ladder to the rooftop. Well, I think that's a good decision. So we actually have people doing that, uh, I think, starting today. So that's very exciting for me. How about you, Kevin? How Christmassy are you? Um, not very, but just because of the uh, charity stuff that we've been doing, it's just boxes everywhere. We haven't really started yet. We have to mm-hmm. get, uh, we have to be able to see the floor and walls at some point, and then when right. that happens, then we'll start decorating. Mm-hmm. So uh, soon. If I were you, I would just give up on the charities and just take care of yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a, uh, a lot of show today, but I wanted to start with a, a piece of tape. I don't know if you guys heard this right. I think it was right after we got off the air, maybe, or just near the end of our show on Friday is when they had that earthquake in Alaska. And it was a 7.0, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't it? 7.0? Yeah. Um, a lot of damage, mostly to the highways up there. Some crazy, crazy footage of highways that are just, you know, they just broke apart like uh, like toys. No one killed, no one seriously injured in that earthquake. Yeah, it's, it's insane. It really is. But I thought this was really interesting because this was KFQD, a radio station in Anchorage. The guy was on the air, open mic, when the earthquake hit. And I always love hearing tape like this. 2006, when Representative Bryce Edgman was elected. It is 829 at FM News 1037 KFQD, and a sizable earthquake is going on right now and shaking the heck out of the KFQD studios and knocking us off. I mean, the timing couldn't have been any better for that, could it? Yeah. So I think they probably, like uh, like we do, probably have a generator situation where it takes about 30 seconds or so for the power to come back on. I think that's what happens is you lose power. So the power is going to come back on, and then you'll hear him kind of rejoin, get his wits about him. Holy cow. Folks, I hope you're still with us. Uh, we'll get information on that just as soon as we possibly can. He sounded like he kept it pretty cool, right? Yeah. I wonder what he was screaming, though, when he knew they were off the air for those 20 seconds or so. (laughs) Maybe just put on some sound effects so he could scream like a crazy person. (laughs) And then I started thinking about the earthquake we had a couple of years ago. Kevin, you'll remember this with with Stryker on the air. And the genius of lightning (laughs) bursting in on the studio, (laughs) which you'll hear. Judson, you haven't heard this. I think you'll enjoy this. It's a Rage Against the Machine is doing Lollapalooza. Radiohead's going to be... Whoa! So you guys just feel that earthquake? Holy mackerel. Oh, my God. Whoa! Oh, my God, there's an earthquake! I'm not supposed to panic like that, though. Hold on. Wow. Holy mackerel. Stryker just doesn't know what to say, does he? No. Is it still shaking? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. Do you feel that? Yes, right away. <laughs> Love, did you feel that? Again, it was like a 6.8 or something. The whole building was shaking. Lightning had to come in and be a part of it. But wait, there's more. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, my. It threw me out of my seat. I know. I was talking about, uh, thank God there was an earthquake because I forgot what I was talking about. I, like, lost my train of thought, and then there was an earthquake, and it gave me an excuse 
so I didn't really screw up. That was strong. The speakers up here, I thought were going to fly and smash me in the head. Yeah, it was nuts. I thought somebody was walking on a roof just a second ago. Wow. All right. Well, you're still on the air. Okay. How would Kevin and Bean do in the event of an earthquake, do you think? I mean, I think pretty poorly. I think Bean would be fine. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. Uh, I didn't remember this at all, Kevin. Do you remember us being on the... Actually, it sounds like I'm not on the tape, so I really wasn't wasn't working that day. Must have been during a vacation week. But you're on the phone. You and Lisa May are on the phone talking to Harvey Levin from TMZ.com when an earthquake hits. Do you remember that at I, all? I don't at all, no. Neither did I until I found this this morning. And, you know, and in some ways that's a little bit of an excuse for them. But you look at people like Lindsay Lohan and Chris Brown. Whoa. We're oh. having a pretty big, uh, pretty big earthquake wow. right now. Do you, do you just feel that? <laughs> yes, oh we did. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, we did. We're still and, feeling it. And we're on the air, so we appreciate the use of that word. Holy <laughs> Um, hey, guys, can, okay. oh, sorry, can, can we get off the phone? Yes, we can, yeah. but okay. <laughs> because you keep using that word. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed he did that. Yep, twice. That was a pretty big earthquake. Wow. We will, uh, pretty big. We will uh, take a break and come right back. I love that, that Harvey just keeps saying, holy he ass. Did. Holy ass. That was funny. So let's Good not times. have let's not have that happen anymore, guys. I don't think. Well, I mean, is that? You, did we get to vote? You didn't jinx it or anything. No, certainly not. The big earthquake. Right. Thank you, right. <laughs> Dave. Dave is the one, Jensen. You'll appreciate this. This is the moron. Dave is. Dave roots for earthquakes. Yeah, that's crazy. He wants there to be earthquakes. He loves them. He's I, a Twitter egg in real life. Yeah, true. <laughs> that's true. I think that he um, he doesn't want people to get hurt, or, but right. it's just such a weird phenomenon that he just, he says he loves it. Like he sees yep. it as like a holiday. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Creep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? I'll be in my Santa hat, and that's all I'll be wearing. All right. Hmm. Uh, we have a Kevin and Bean gift guide. Oh, can I give you some ideas? First annual ever. For some? First yeah, annual? Tis the season. Mm-hmm. Kevin, maybe last annual. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. see how it goes. Um, it's Monday, so we do great news. We have Andrew Siciliano talking about the NFL Week 13. What a crazy weekend it was, Yes, too. it was. Lots of upsets. Lots of last-second game winners. Very Those exciting. Packers are a mess. Yeah. I mean, when you lose to the Cardinals... Yeah. Your coach gets fired. That's how it works. Yeah, I mean, should. I just feel like those of us in this building right now could probably beat the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, plus, uh, we got the K-Rock Absolute Best Seats, which is floor tickets to both nights. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Floor tickets to both nights and... <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> awesome. Okay. And we're going to be sending uh, mugs out in the janky van, <laughs> and he's got some as well. We will uh, take a break and come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. All right, it is a Monday morning. Allie is here with our first look at what's happening on the Kevin and Bean Show. Anyone watch any movies this weekend? I did. What did you see? Creed. Oh. Did too, so good. So good. Four enthusiastic thumbs up? Uh, yeah. Okay. Wow, that was uh, enthusiastic. Yeah, I mean, it was, I didn't love it. It was just a seven and a half. That's strong. What okay. do you think, Chip? Oh, that was more like an eight. Eight? eight, and, oh, eight and a half? Okay. Oh. So in that range. All right. Well, and real two, good. two of Chip's thumbs almost make a real thumb. <laughs> That's true. So, okay. All right. I liked it. What about you? I watched on Netflix the Buster Shrugs, the Coen Brothers new Yes. Movie. What'd you think? Two thumbs up. Oh, A excellent. lot of people are going to be like, oh, it's boring. Or, but I love Westerns, and I love mm-hmm. Coen Brothers, and I like boring sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we all enjoy a good boring. Yeah. Bean, anything in your life? 
Um, I don't know that I watched anything memorable. I tried out several Netflix shows that I've been hearing about and liked none of them. Oh, all right. So I was disappointed with that, and uh, I don't think I, I don't think I saw any cool movies like y'all. That's some bad right. planning on your part. What a bummer to try out a bunch of shows and not right? like one. Yeah. I, also, so, I also watched uh, Darren Brown's new special on Netflix, Sacrifice, uh-huh. which was very cool. Where that's he kills someone. Well, sorry. I mean, that's always the thing. He convinces, oh, I'm totally kidding. I know, but that's always oh. the thing, kind of. He convinces someone uh, to take a bullet for someone. That's all you need to know. Oh, my God. Or he tries to, so. Wow. Yeah, it's good. What's the name of it? Sacrifice. Sacrifice. That guy. Yeah. Freaks me out a little bit. A yeah. lot of hypnotism, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, Wreck-It Ralph's sequel, Ralph Breaks the Internet, is wreaking some havoc at the box office in the best possible way. Raked in another $25.8 million in its second weekend. That's a 12-day total of about $119 million, And wow. then just cleared $207 million worldwide. Not bad, wow. right? Yeah. No, no. But still, they're saying oh, it was a steep 54% drop-off, though, from the first week, which just tells you what it made in the first week. Yeah. But I love how they're always like, whoa, huge drop-off. Yeah, it made a billion dollars its first weekend. I'm not great at math. Don't might want to source me on that one. <laughs> Universal's The Grinch came in second with $17.7 in sales. That has now surpassed $200 million domestically. Creed 2 came in at 16.8 million at number 3 and then number 4 Fantastic Beats Beasts <laughs> Fantastic mm. Beats that would it's be a, a good one uh-huh. uh Crimes of Grindelwald and then rounding out the top 5 Bohemian Rhapsody holding strong with another 8.1 million So uh this whole thank you next video from mm-hmm. Ariana Grande did it right for itself? It's smashing some YouTube records. It dropped at midnight on Friday after some weeks of buildup, just giving out little teasers, which movie she was going to cover in the video. And um, in just under 22 hours, it had 46 million views. Thank you, next. That's a lot <laughs> of views, That's you guys. so many views. The previous record holder was K-pop group BTS. And Grande fans sent over 516,000 chat messages during the video debut, which was also a record. I'm sorry I watched it, Mm. but I fell asleep. I'm sorry about that. Listen, it had uh, Kris Jenner in it, so that's enough. That's all I needed to know. Um, She also debuted her show on Thursday. It's on her YouTube channel, Ariana Grande, Dangerous Woman Diaries, where um, people had noticed um, some cover-ups of tattoos. So she covered up her Pete tattoo on her left ring finger with a black heart and inked another one um, that said Reborn. But the one that has a lot of people talking today is um, a tribute to ex-boyfriend um, Mac Miller's dog. So she originally... I thought that sentence was going to end earlier. Me too. No. <laughs> one no. word earlier. No. So she had a tattoo, 8418, um, and that was Pete Davidson, her ex-boyfriend, um, his dad's FDNY badge number. She had that tattooed. She covered that with... Um, the name of Mac Miller's dog, Myron. That's so crazy. That's a lot right That's there. That's like, this dog means more than your dad. Than and your technically father. more than Mac Miller, I think. Yes, that your father yeah. who died on 9-11, here's his FDNY badge number. Let me cover it with a that's dog's so, name. So dark. That's... That's a lot, you guys. And that's coming from Jensen, who knows something about bad tattoos. I do, I know, I do. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Yeah, yeah that's um, that was that was a lot to yeah. read about right there. Yeah.
Remember when we found out Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra were dating and we were all like, oh, all right. Right. Sure, Nick Jonas. No like, way. you could ever. Yeah, you're dating her like Kevin's dating her in exactly. your mind. Exactly. <laughs> well, they got married over the weekend. Uh, or twice. did they? Twice. Or did they, right? <laughs> And by twice, whatever. Twice, Twice, yes. So they did the Western ceremony. By the way, this all happened in India. And it was this week-long full event. It was amazing. If you saw any pictures, good Lord. Indian Indian weddings are crazy. They know how to do it up in India. So they did the Western ceremony on Saturday. And then yesterday... The couple continued their epic weekend with a second Hindu wedding ceremony to honor Chopra's own family background. Wow. I'm rooting for those two in a weird way. I don't know why. Ten years difference. I think they're cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Hollywood minute. Thanks, Jensen. (laughs) Is her, um, her TV show still on, Kevin? I know you're a big fan of that. Uh, Quantico? Yeah. I don't know, B. Okay. I I don't think so. I think it's been canceled. Wah, wah. I like that show. Wait to, so way to bring she's up. She's married a loser. Jeez. Right. Up a real bummer on their Can't keep a job. second wedding weekend. Whatever. If you see the pictures, though, that they posted yesterday. <gasps> cute as hell. Beautiful. And the yeah. colors. And oh, it just, it looks like somebody took a bunch of colors, threw it all at them in the most perfect way. And it's just, I could have phrased that better. Sure. They look beautiful. Congratulations. Miss World, do I remember correctly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss World. Which, which means you're somewhat attractive, I understand, oh, yeah, if you're a, a Miss a World. Sure. Good stuff. I mean, you're no Miss Universe, but you're ridiculous. Miss World. Which would be bigger than the universe, Kevin, do you think? <laughs> would there be... Why are, you, why are you asking me this? Just you're up a, a moment science with? guy. Okay. No. I'm not really a science guy. No? Okay. Miss Infinity? <laughs> Miss, <laughs> Miss... I don't know. You, yeah. I think you got it. You got it. It's over. Universe, that's it? Yeah, you can't move up. Yeah, I think so. Okay. It could be Infinity, though, right? Yeah, Miss Infinity. Miss Infinity. Uh, Infinity plus one. <laughs> Sick burn. Are you having a stroke? Yep. <laughs> Some birthdays for you. Ozzy Osbourne, you guys. Who Ozzie. thought he'd keep going? He is... Oh boy, what is happening with you? Cronkite over there. <laughs> wow. Filling us in on the news. <laughs> Are we having an earthquake? <laughs> I, I in my wish. brain. <laughs> Julian Moore. Did I say Tiffany had a shirt? That's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. It's a beautiful song oh. about Santa Claus on a helicopter. Santa Claus this is on a helicopter. Song. Not a traditional sleigh cart. Not a traditional sleigh cart. Santa Claus <laughs> on a helicopter. Jensen, are you familiar with this magic? No, I thought this was the new Miley Cyrus, but it's not. On a helicopter. God, I love Wing. She's pretty great. Although you can't understand what she's saying at all. December 24th. December 24th, Christmas Eve, okay. Wow, it's coming right now in an helicopter. All right. Not a traditional sleigh cart. No. <laughs> he lives in the vineyard. Can you pause it? Of sure. a nursery. Okay. He Is lives there... in the something of the something of the nursery i think is there some reason that she feels that she needs to update the story so that it makes sense for everyone you get that idea like fill us in like um of course it doesn't happen that way but this is how it could happen Mm. i feel like that's what she's thinking you don't find it helpful no like why is there an alternate universe for the santa legend is that what you're saying like why what's wrong with the sleigh that he's been using for she just wants everybody to know that it can actually happen 
Hmm. And that's in insane. A, in a helicopter. Right. Oh, the baby's time for moms. He fits them well if they are <laughs> Okay, now that we've stopped on that in the past. How are you understanding anything <laughs> she's saying? The well, we've heard, it, we've heard for, it 30 times. Yeah. Yes, the babies are crying for mom, and then I don't think there's any fisting going on. I think no, she... It what did sounds, she say? What, I think it's feeding. I think it's her way of saying feeding. But it. Oh, the baby's time for moms. He feeds them well if they are hungry. He feeds, he the feeds them all. He feeds them all if they are hungry. Maybe or fits the bill if they are. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. But that's what it sounds. But like. I like it. That's the problem we have with it. Not fits <laughs> the bill for sure. Then he returns to the helicopter and makes a big landing in. The city. Okay. Burns. Santa Burns. Oh, Santa dance. Oh, dance. I thought Santa you were saying dance. burns. Santa burns. I was like, this is oh. this is dark. Santa <laughs> Like, doesn't Santa do enough for us without being screamed at by some Vietnamese <laughs> lady to dance? <laughs> Shake it up, fat man. <laughs> Follow Santa. He's playing a flute. What? Follow Santa. It's the secret flute. No way. Follow okay. Santa I... with the secret foot. Secret... <laughs> well, I heard flute. Oh, sure. I just wanted to hear a little more Santa in the helicopter. That's the part I'm waiting for to get out. Do <laughs> the church to place the law. Oh, the children follow Santa down the road. What? They're following Sons Santa down the road. But if you are sick, you can walk. Santa take you to a helicopter. Okay. There it is. <laughs> okay, there's the great uh, wing here on uh, the Kevin and Beach show. I came out. I had a... Uh, what? I had a... Uh, I heard, sorry, I heard a noise. I had a thing happen over the weekend, you guys, that I wanted to get your opinion on. Uh, is this thing on? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. I walked out. Uh, I walked outside of my uh, house on. Uh, yeah, I guess it was yesterday. Yesterday morning, and somebody had put a flyer under the windshield of my car, mm-hmm. and it had since rained, and the flyer that was under the windshield of my car was now glued to the windshield of my car. It was matted. Mm-hmm. Okay. In other words, I went to pick it up and throw it away, put it in my recycle. And it just peeled peeled back. And it, it was just it was nothing but just a sticky mess on my windshield. Okay. <laughs> wow. Would you not um, use those words again? <laughs> <laughs> and I guess my question for you is, as it crossed my mind, Can hey, you sue this person? Right. I'm going to call. It was a restaurant, a nearby restaurant that was advertising some sort of special. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call this restaurant. Oh, no. What and is wrong ask, with you? And I'm going to ask them to come over and scrape my no. windshield. Yes. <laughs> yes no. Because it's. It's not only just litter. It's not only just spam. It literally was was pasted we, we onto my windshield. We understand that. But you go, hey, that's annoying. You take it off and you move on with your day like nothing happened. Isn't it more than annoying? Though? No, it isn't. Did it leave a color on your window, like a full or no? It just no, not not a color. It's just if you tried to peel it off, it was just the bottom half of the paper. The the white on the bottom of the page, I guess, was just. Stuck onto my way. Like you need, you would need a, a razor blade. Oh, in order to be able to get it off the. That's kind of serious. You couldn't just peel it off with even with your fingernails or something. But okay? you, but you thought I'm going to call the restaurant. 
mm-hmm. and whose parking lot it was, not necessarily the ones who put it on there, or were they? Did it say the restaurant's no, name? No, no, no. This was in front of my house. In front of your house? Yeah, yeah. this wasn't a parking lot. I this see. was in front of my house. So you're going to call them and have them come over well, and I take a blade ask, and take it off for you. Who's responsible for, for messing up my windshield? Mm-hmm. Is it me? Uh, God. Or is it the restaurant? God, because uh, if it didn't rain... Guess what? Right. You'd have a tasty <laughs> restaurant to go to because you is could read it. Is it me or is it the restaurant's fault that now I have this thing stuck on my windshield? Well, it's definitely not you. It's the restaurant's fault. Okay, so why shouldn't they be held responsible for because it? Because that's absurd. Why? Because it... They're How responsible can I explain for why it? to you? No, because I'm asking a serious question. Why is it absurd? They're responsible for for messing up my stuff. Right. So why shouldn't they have to fix it? He's not wrong. Uh, technically, he's not wrong, right. but no one would ever. Well, because yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, let me take that. Let me let me take it a step further. If if they did something that damaged his car for real, right? That actually dented it, or did it? We would definitely say that it's the restaurant. Yeah, of course. So he's saying it was so difficult for him to get off, it would have hurt his fingernails. Case closed. He would have been. He had to go to them. Right? So I called the restaurant. Would it have been? You called the restaurant. I called the restaurant. He's right. And they answered, and I said, uh, they said, blah, 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 can I help you? And I said, I'm actually not calling for food. I said, I live in the neighborhood right around from you. And somebody spammed my windshield, basically. (laughs) And it rained, and, and your paperwork is now completely glued to my windshield, and I would like somebody to come over and clean it up. What do you think the guy on the other end of the phone said? It's B again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the guy on the other end of the phone said where do you live and i told him and he said i'll get somebody over there as soon as i can sir what I'm really wow. really sorry about that that's wow. a great restaurant what because i would have hung up on your ass exactly. it is Same. a great restaurant because when i saw the flyer i thought i'm never going to eat at this restaurant because of what they've done because of the damage done here <laughs> and then i think I've, you're you're exaggerating the damage done i'm not i think you're exaggerating how it was this, cemented to your windshield yeah, it was, it was not a that little hard. wet and you had to peel it off in different no, little increments really not that That's hard it. no pretty tiny thing much worse than that uh, so <laughs> so anyway so i went from i'll never eat at that restaurant again i hope uh, you know, they get struck by lightning to Wow, they're super cool. I should go by and check out the specials. And here's the end of the story. Less than five minutes later, wow, there was a guy out in front of my house with a little squeegee thing scraping my windshield clean. Looking, I'm sorry, squeegee thing? I thought it was stuck so well, hard I don't know to your yeah. windshield. Only a razor would get it that Only a razor would he, do he it. He brought a chainsaw over and went just... <laughs> Just got it off my, my window. I, I couldn't see. I didn't go out and talk to the dude, so I couldn't see. Yeah, he just uh, he just reached the sharp. And, he just what the sharp it. edge was. Just, no, no, no. It wasn't like that. I'm telling Kevin. I'm telling you, it was as if somebody had glued paper. We've all the had those paper flyers on our windshield. That all gets of us. that gets soaked in the rain and glued onto your windshield. Yeah, I mean, stop saying glued. It was. Okay. I'm telling. I'm telling you, it was. <laughs> okay. Less than five minutes later, the guy came up and my windshield. Looks good as new. That's impressive. So when are you ordering? When are you going to order something from this restaurant? Very impressive. And by the way, when I called the guy on the phone, he said, "Not only am I sorry about that. Not only will I uh, make sure somebody comes by and takes care of you. You and your family can come in any day this week, and we'll take care of you. Just let me know who you are." No, sir. Yes. What's happening? Southern hospitality, I guess. So who's the winner now, you guys? (laughs) I guess. It would be you. <laughs> you. The service at KFC really stepped up recently. <laughs> <laughs>
It's Kevin and Bean. K-U-Rock. K-R-O-Q. It's time for... When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that go away. It's time for Great News Today. Great News! Uh, My Great News Today is a recap of uh, this weekend because it was an amazing weekend. We had three events for Friends and Helpers. Mm -hmm. And this is to help abuse women and children. And the people that showed up and gave money, gave their time. One guy showed up so early in Irvine that my daughter who was down there thought that he was part of the crew, part of our crew of workers. She put him to work? Yeah, he worked <laughs> He worked with the boxes from be- before we started setting it up until we left. Oh, wow. The whole time. Amazing. Um, kids would show up. One kid showed up and had saved up his allowance for a video game, mm-hmm. gave us that money Aww. because he said, this is for people who need it. Wow. There you were said, a- beat it, kid? <laughs> there were a bunch of parents <clears throat> who brought their kids, and this is an unexpected one for me because we didn't see this happening when we started the charity, but mm-hmm. he would say, this is how we teach our kids to give. We mm-hmm. adopt a family from your charity, and then we go out and we go shopping, and we teach them that it's a good thing to give. That's nice. One guy dropped off a check for $5,000. Oh, Whoa. wow. That makes a difference. And didn't even stop. He just called somebody over to his window, handed it. We said, we have raffle tickets or anything? He's like, nope, have a good one, and just drove off. Wow. I mean, it was just, it was story after story after story like that. A bunch of people show up and donate their time. A bunch of people give money And I just want to say um, thank you to every single one of them because none of those people do it to get thanked or for – no one knows who they are. Right. It's not like they get some type of notoriety out of it. Mm -hmm. They just stop by and do it because it's a good thing to do. Yeah. And hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands of people this weekend. I saw your pictures on social media. It looked like there was always a big line, an assembly line, working, putting things together. It's always super humbling to see all of the people who show up just because it's the right thing to do and not because they're going to get thanked. I don't know most of their names. They wouldn't, they didn't need to tell us. Yeah. And that's why I'm trying desperately to start this hashtag, which is people are good. Mm -hmm. It's a difficult one now because, you know... People in the news are horrible people, and they dominate the news cycle 24-7 until the next horrible person. Right. There mm-hmm. are thousands of people out there every day doing good things that we don't know about. That's partly why we do the great news. Yes. Is to say, hey, not not everybody's a garbage person. And I want to say, I and I want to say thank you to every single person that helped us this weekend. Because I kept it was looking amazing. for your pictures on Instagram, Kevin. I, I couldn't figure out what was going <laughs> on, but I would have thought you would have shared some of that with the <laughs> sure had a lot of pictures. Sure couldn't put them up on Instagram still. <laughs> but thank you very much to everybody that came out. And people are good. And you're still looking. You're still looking for help, right? People can send yes. on the website. We, st- uh, I mean, we do it year round with the shelters. Mm-hmm. We still have some families to adopt out and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But our main drop-offs were this past weekend. But yes, you can still go to friendsandhelpers.org if you'd like to help it anyway. And for the people who put five dollars on their credit card, God bless you. Yeah, every everything makes a difference for sure. People, that are is good. great news. So that's my story. That's my great news. <laughs> all right. Um,
Uh, we all know families that have been just displaced by the fires, people that lost everything, people that had to go to different homes, that type of thing. But it seems like the small town up north of Paradise, California, just took the brunt of that's it. That's the one that's devastated. That it, whole yeah. town. That town is off the map. Uh, completely, yeah, wiped out by the wildfires. And that's why this story, I'm sure a lot of you saw it, but I just want to bring it up. It is, it's so beautiful. There was a local high school up there, their uh, volleyball team. They were determined to play their semifinal championship last Saturday, despite having no uniforms, no equipment, no nothing. They evacuated so quickly with the clothes wow. on their back. But the opposing team from Forest Lake Christian High School in Auburn was waiting with a pretty big surprise. Within 24 hours, they had collected donations of $16,000. And when the girls from Paradise Adventist Academy showed up, they were greeted with new uniforms, knee pads, socks, and each one got a $300 gift card. By the opposition. By the team they were playing the semifinal championship match with that day. They also got um, truckloads of supplies, clothing for their families. Just unbelievable, you guys. After the game, they were all invited to a banquet prepared by all of the Forest Lake families with a bunch of food. They packed the whole uh, the whole gymnasium. People that had never been to see a volleyball game before, they're like, let's go support these young girls from this opposing school in paradise. So That's just a beautiful thing for uh, an adjacent community to have done for these young girls. And who- then they wipe the floor with them, though, right? Listen. <laughs> Does it say who won? <laughs> not the point of the story oh. at just, all. Okay, all right. You guys I just are see the people hell. who got all the free stuff, the Paradise Kids, just, uh, in your face! What's wrong with you two? And that's my great news. That is great news. Have you seen the viral photograph of the police officer in Utah bottle-feeding a baby? He's yes. standing there in the police station in his uniform with a little baby in his arms. Yes. The story behind that photo is really something else. He's a Utah police officer. His name is uh, Officer Robert Lofgren. He was on the job when a woman came in to file a domestic violence report. She showed up at the West Jordan Police Department with her three small children in tow, all under the age of five. Obviously, it was important that she show up to f- to file this report, but she also had to look after her kids. So what was she going to do, right? So she brought him with her to the police station. He took over and watched the kids for almost three hours while the woman talked to a victim advocate, filled out paperwork. I don't know why it takes so long. Do you, Kevin? No, I don't. I guess there's a lot of background, a lot of information they need or something when you're first visit in there. But the photo of him holding that little baby, just doing it, you know, doing above and beyond his job is just amazing. Department shared photos of Officer Lofgren stepping out to babysit on their Facebook page. The photos struck a chord, have drawn thousands of comments praising the caring officer. Sergeant uh, Alex Irelli said that Lofgren is not alone in his willingness to step in when needed. I wouldn't say it's every single day, but it's often where officers do step in to try and help out with providing any type of resource so the parents or the victims can get assistance. I mean, that could have been a very different situation if she showed up and wasn't able to follow through with the report because she had all these kids. But they took care of her, which I just think is wonderful. That is. You know, we, Kevin talked about at the top of this how the, the bad news tends to make news. And it's That's many, a, many, many fewer. It's very few people that dominate 
all the bad news. Mm -hmm. And that is especially true when it comes to police officers. You so rarely see police officers on the news unless they behave badly on a dash cam camera or something like that or ended up shooting somebody. But there are far more great police officers who do little quiet acts of courage like this one and helping people, you know, that don't get the attention. So I'm so happy that this photograph got uh, got taken and went viral. Uh, great story. And uh, we wish the best for the lady and her family, of course. And that's my great news. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q. We have a uh, phone topic that I am uh, very eager to get to at 1 800 520 1067. Allie, you did the story the other day that kind of put this on our radar of the world's worst surprise in a marriage, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, Ronnie Spector, who was married to Phil Spector, said she pulled up to her house with him. They had just gone out for the evening, and right in front of the fountains in front of their mansion were two little twin boys just playing. And she said, I'm sorry, who's what? And he said, Merry Christmas! He surprised her by adopting two kids, and they had never had a conversation about it. They weren't in the process of adoption. It literally was. She came back one night and all of a sudden had two kids now. Insanity. Well, it's hard to even you wrap just buy your... them on Silk Road? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to even wrap your head around that happening. And what must have the conversation been like? Like, Ronnie Spector would be like, Right. How? Why? And by Ooh. the way, as much as she wants, no. Right. That's a terrible surprise. Right. But not even the worst surprise in Phil Spector's life. <laughs> no, it got worse. It, it got definitely worse. got worse, yeah. for sure. <laughs> I mean, when you brought this story up last week, I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring home a guinea pig without running it by Donna. You know right. what I mean? Like, you just don't spring a responsibility like that on your spouse without them knowing and about it. And not just one kid. Two. Two, two. two kids. That's insanity. Yeah. And you said, uh, just for folks who are dying to know, that she ended up taking him in a- as her own and, and st- still as their mom, right? Yeah, she left Phil Spector a year later, had full custody of the kids. The kids, I think, are in their 50s now. Mm-hmm. Insanity. Wow. The story is just nuts. So we thought it'd be interesting to find out the thing that your spouse surprised you with. Obviously, the, the Ronnie Spector story is the champion. But <laughs> it's hope. possible your... I your, hope so, too. It's yeah. possible your husband came home and said... Hey, great news. We're moving to Cleveland. <laughs> you haven't had a conversation about it. Or uh, your wife goes out and buys a brand new car and you didn't know about it. Or, I mean, there's a lot of different things that you could be shocked. Butt that you're, stuff? I'm sorry? Uh, I don't know that butt stuff. I, don't, oh, no, that's, I mean, okay. technically, I guess right. butt stuff sure. is a surprise. Right. You didn't know uh, about it? Has it ever happened to, to any of you guys um, where your spouse has uh, done something that you were not in on? I, not part I, of the planning process. Oh, I, I did it to Daniel recently. I you think. did already? Yeah. You've been I, married three weeks. Well, no, I mean, we were How engaged. you already? Okay. We were engaged. Engaged. Yeah, I mean, it's my significant other. We didn't say wife, right? Okay. All uh, right. So I, I I, usually cleared tattoos with her before I got them. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, oh, I'm getting this. But not being married and getting tattoos is a lot different than being married, I think. Because mm-hmm. like now, sure. now I'd be like, I'm getting this. And she'd be like, that's stupid. Please don't get that. <laughs> and I'd listen. Uh, but I Because did, she's right. Yeah, she's right in 90% of the time. Uh, I did get... A very small ice cube face, like the wrapper of ice, like ice cube. Uh, it's like right near my, I guess my, I don't know what you call it, shoulder, sort of right? front, okay. front of your shoulder, front shoulder, and uh-huh. she did not like that. One. <laughs> you have the wrapper ice cube. I do, yeah. It's his face, yes, by your shoulder. Yeah, in his doughboy boys to men face. I uh, boys to boys in the hood, not boys to men. That would be amazing. That would be. Um, uh, she didn't know anything about it. No, she didn't know I was getting it. No, it was a stupid move on my part. 
So it wasn't a gift for her necessarily. It's just no, bad but it's surprise. Like, now she has to look at it for the rest of her life. I was going to say, yeah. during romantic moments, she's yeah. like, there's Ice Cube right there yeah. on your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, it wasn't a good connection. But, but if I was just dating her, I wouldn't even have considered it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, who cares? I don't know. Yeah. I'm just dating her. But we were like in love and like looking right. to have a life together forever. And... Well, I hope that she, in return, gets like the bride of Chucky or something on her back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's down for that, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Just, just so you have something to think about during intimate times as well. Why is what it I'm gotta saying. be your back? She should get ice cube. I mean, I have ice what? cube. I have Let's, ice cube. Hold on. Jeez, what? Yeah. Let's what? not dive oh, into that really? one. Really? <laughs> like that's where Bean went. Like because I'm thinking about you know. I know. <laughs> but you're thinking about the opposite of what Jensen did. That's all. I I have I, I have ice cube in his prime. I have ice cube in his prime. She should get him in. Are we there yet? You know I like I mean? it. Like uh, the worst version of that. Oh my <laughs> All right, God. so 1-800-520-1067. That's the number. I am certain that your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your significant other has surprised you with something that you feel like, you know what? Would have been nice to have a little conversation about that before that decision was made. I feel that's like we'll get some pets. I feel like we'll get that. Oh, like, for oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, hey, oh, yeah. you got that's a dog. That's a terrible gift. <laughs> right. That's yeah. what hey, I think. My wife brought home our first dog, Cam Fong as Chin Ho, without discussing it with me at all. She and her mom went and adopted this dog from the L.A. Animal Shelter. And I showed up at home and she said, congratulations, we have a dog. And we had not been talking about having a dog. But did she know that you would be happy with that? I mean, I think she guessed I would because yeah. she knows I love animals. And it ended up working out great. You know, we had her for 15 years and she was awesome. But uh, it's not a discussion we had ahead of time. Yeah. I think, I think a, like you said, Kevin, I think a pet is a discussion. You I would think so. At least a mention. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At that time, we had a pig and we had a cat. And she brought home a dog. So now, you know, that that's where the menagerie now, began. Now you have a zoo. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. What was the surprise that your significant other dropped on you? Would have been nice to have a conversation. We'll take your calls next on K Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Let's go back to uh, the phones. Talk to Alex, Los Angeles line four. We're talking about your significant other kind of surprised you with something that you thought maybe could have been a conversation ahead of time instead of it just being dropped on you. Alex, what'd your girlfriend give to you? Hi. Good morning, guys. Morning. Good morning. Um, all right, yeah, so basically, um, we well, right now, me and my girlfriend, it was my, it's my girlfriend, so we've been together for seven years, and um, so basically, on our third year anniversary, um, she basically gave me an envelope, you know, and I opened it up, and it was just a, uh, an email printed indicating that um, I was getting an interview for a cheap uh, job at Chipotle, so basically, she got me a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, not it's not subtle, but it gets the job done, doesn't it? Yeah, get you out exactly, of the house. Yeah. Did, did you go to the yeah. interview and did you take the job? Oh yeah, and I actually worked there for two years, so yeah, it, it went out pretty good. Nice. Huh. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Well done, uh, Mr. Basically. We appreciate the call. Let's go to Kimmy. She's on line six. Gardena up next on the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Kimmy. Hi. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. So at the height of the recession, um, and we weren't in good financial standing at home, and we are trying to refinance our house, I got home one day, and my husband was standing in front of the garage, like, like, ta-da, and I'm like, what's the matter with you? And he goes, look at my new bike. He bought a brand new motorcycle. No. Oh, no. Oh, Kimmy. Wait, and he had one already. <gasps> a oh. second. Wow. Yes, and I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> I, I just turned and went to the house. I'm like, what? 
It's not like a sweater. You can't take it back. I would have got back nice. in the car and kids just drove drove, drove away. Oh, you <laughs> closed <laughs> up the sweet shop for a while, didn't you, Kimmy? <laughs> That's a yes. Okay. Uh, no. okay, thank you for the call. Hey, uh, from the 909, listen to this. I found out I was the second wife. 11 years into our relationship, we were filling out our marriage application because he had to answer the, is this your first marriage question in front of me? Yeah, I just did that with Danielle when we got our marriage license and they go, is it your first wedding? And I realized to myself, I was like, what if I was like, no, <gasps> I was married in Thailand or something <laughs> weird. <laughs> well, that's what happened to this lady in the 909 is yeah. that's how she, that was the surprise. That, that is that, I don't know, surprise. could have come up sometime in 11 years that he had been previously married, right? Yeah. You would think. All right, let's go to Sergio Whittier, line three, talking about surprises from your significant other. Good morning, Sergio. Hey, Bubbles out, guys. To you as well. I'm Bubbles actually out. from Downey, but um, I've been surprised three times by my wife, and every time it's gotten bitter. I mean, better. Very different things. All right, so I've one of them is butt stuff, obviously. What are the other two? <laughs> I've been in construction for a few years, and I actually got home one day from work. We used to live in an apartment. She says, guess what? I found us a house. We're moving to a two-story. And I was like, okay, well, I can deal with that. So we did that for a bit. Now, wait, had you had a conversation about getting a house? No, all these are no conversations. Wow, really? So it's made life interesting with her, though. I got to tell you, I love her for that. Okay. The second time I get home from work doing construction, and she was doing flowers as a hobby from the garage. So I got home one day, and she says, guess what? I bought a business. We're opening up a flower shop. And I'm like, you, you did what? So I was like, me being the supportive husband, I'm like, oh, man, I got to go look at this place and realize I have to make everything up to code because nothing would pass. It's like, oh, <laughs> crap. So then the third time, she, she did it again, and this one got even better. So the third time, I get home from work again and says, guess what? I bought a bigger shop. And guess what? You're quitting. You quit your job. You're working for me now. I'm like, what? So the flower so shop's working years- out. Yes, five years strong, and we're still going good. How about wow. that? How about That's like a that? good surprise. She's yeah. carrying you, Sergio. She's yeah. doing good work. I think it's okay That's to let your you, wife I'm run just... things in that household, yeah. man. <laughs> That's pretty much how it's going. All <laughs> right, great job. Give uh, give her our best. Thank you very much. That's funny. All right, let's go. Uh, let's go back to Irvine. Let's say hi to is it Eli? I think on line five. Yes, uh, it's Eli. Eli, hi. Eli, hi. Welcome to the Kevin Beach hey. Show. Thank you for calling. So my husband and I, we lived in, in an apartment, no, excuse me, we lived in a condo at the time. And my husband, who was just my boyfriend at the time, he told me that he just bought a comic book. And it was a low number of Spider-Man. So I thought, okay, great, whatever, because he collected comic books. But then I find out, yeah, he bought it for $700. Oh. We yeah. shared expenses at that time. We both worked. But... It seemed like that was a number that maybe we should have discussed prior to him buying it. You would yeah. think, sure. Yeah. You know what? <sighs> Collectors, man. <laughs> when right? They their, when they get their mind around they got to have something, they just got to have it. But if you're in a relationship, for God's sakes, maybe. I agree. Maybe no, mention a $700 purchase. Yeah, that's the kind of conversation. I mean, there, there, there has to be a limit. Like, Jensen, you're a newlywed, but there's a limit beyond which you wouldn't spend without running it by the wife, right? I feel like it's two to $500. I feel like that in that range, you're a little over. Uh, 200 is the low, 500 is the high. Right. Anything, so, anything beyond that, you really got to tell. Like, hey, boat. what's this? What's the <laughs> Spider-Man comic book worth now? Oh, oh she, gone. she's gone. But I would oh, think about gone. maybe thirty cents. <laughs> All right, let's go to Marcy <laughs> in Corona Del Mar. Hi, Marcy. Hi, guys. How you doing? Good, thank you. 
Well, my story is I was in the hospital after giving birth to our first son, emergency C-section, been there for about five days. My husband was pretty busy, really said he was busy, didn't have much time to come visit the hospital. I finally come home and for our brand new son, and there is a brand new motorcycle in the front yard. <laughs> what is it with these motorcycles? <laughs> so he didn't have time to even visit you in the hospital? He did, you know, briefly, but not very much. And um, he said, well, you get the baby, I got the motorcycle. Oh, Marcy is still with him? <laughs> yes, the been for 36 years. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. <laughs> wow. I can't believe motorcycle riders are irresponsible. <laughs> and I'm a nurse, and I'm, I'm an or nurse, and I'm very against motorcycles, and he knew it. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, so that's, that's not my great. story. Okay. <laughs> Can't believe it. Thank you for the call, Marcy. We appreciate it. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K-Rock. Allie's up now. Time for another look at what's happening here on a Monday. Well, back in September, Muse was promoting their new album, uh, Simulation Theory, mm-hmm. and they went on a French music show called Terratata. I don't, sure. I don't know. It's my if, favorite. It, do you love that one? I Is that do. the one that you yeah, watch so all the good. time? It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, they did a cover of a 1982 hit that has since been uploaded. We can all now enjoy the beauty that is Muse covering Duran Duran's 1982 hit, Hungry Like the Wolf. pretty awesome i love it and it fits totally into that whole like synth pop aesthetic aesthetic what that's a hard word to say (laughs) um like all of simulation theory that sounds awesome yeah they're good but it is one of i look i like it too but it is one of those covers that you wonder what the point is because it sounds so much like the exact same arrangement and and instruments as the original you like the people who cover to make it their own and make it completely yeah. different, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Africa? Than a copy. Like Africa, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's... I don't know, that's Muse doing Hungry Like the Wolf, though. I mean, I'm glad I heard it. Wow. Wow. Who, I thought it was pretty cool. Who hurt you? <laughs> Seriously. Look, I just, I love that band. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can tell. You can tell. That's Obviously, good. yes. Remember we talked about um, Hugh Hefner having a big auction over the weekend, a bunch of his personal items. All up I remember for is bid. pajamas. And I cannot find what the pajamas went for, <laughs> but I do have a lot of the uh, a lot of the other items. Okay. Holy crap! Really, people the, into it. The top selling item was Hugh Hefner's vintage Underwood standard portable typewriter. He used it in college as well as for the publication of the first ever copy of Playboy magazine. How much would a typewriter I, go for? I can't even get my head around wanting that. Right. Of uh, five grand. One hundred and sixty-two thousand five hundred dollars. Oh what? One hundred and sixty-two thousand five hundred. Because a guy typed on it. Unbelievable. Um, they were talking about his complete personal set of bound volumes of Playboy um, mm-hmm. from nineteen fifty-three to, to uh, twenty thirteen. They thought maybe about forty grand. Mm-hmm. They went for seventy-six thousand eight hundred dollars. Wow. Here's something I didn't know was up for auction, and now I'm fascinated by it. 
a 14-carat yellow gold ring with a black onyx plaque in the center. But here's the thing. You open up that center plaque to mm-hmm. reveal a compartment that contains a Viagra pill. <laughs> <laughs> so he just always had one on him, no matter where he was. He was like, oh, right here in my handy ring. That's <gasps> awesome. That's Amazing. fantastic. That went for 22400 bucks. <laughs> that That's That's worth the it. best that's item. That's the best yeah. one ever. Um, he has a 1998 Lincoln Town Car Executive Limousine. That sold for 44800 And then his personal copy of the first ever issue of Playboy magazine, that's from 1953, featuring Marilyn Monroe on the cover, that sold for thirty one grand. So, Oh, that's a, only a fifth of what the typewriter sold right? for. Right? Not a, not a bad deal. The there. limo sold for about a fourth of what the typewriter went for. Isn't What's crazy? You guys, he had a ring that had a yeah, little secret compartment for that's his Viagra fill. That's smart. <laughs> I'm putting that on the Kevin Bean gift guide. Oh, man, it's so good. So did you hear about uh, Kid Rock? He was on Fox and Friends, and he said this quote, God forbid you say something a little wrong. You're racist, homophobic, Islamophobic, this, that, and the other. People need to calm down, get a little less politically correct. And I would say, you know, love everybody. Except I'd say, screw that Joy Behar, bitch. What's what happened to his... Help? The sentence right before. We happen to love everybody. Right? He had a nice theme going. He really did. Um, Joy Behar has responded. She has invited him on The View and would also like to go out for a beer, which I think is fascinating. But here's why I'm telling you this. Because he was going to be the Grand Marshal for the Nashville Christmas Parade. Mm -hmm. And now they've said, no, no. We can't have Kid Rock as the Grand Marshal. Why did you have Kid Rock as the That's Grand a bigger Marshal? Question, by the way, in Nashville, like I could see maybe he's from Detroit, maybe yeah. Detroit, but Nashville, you got a lot of good ones to choose from. Yeah. So they last minute decided, oh, who's that? Who's that dude that did a really great thing? Oh, the guy that wrestled away a gun from the guy at Waffle House? How'd you not think of James Shaw Jr. at the beginning of all of this? They're like, I guess he'll do. You know, saved a ton of lives. What the hell's happening, Nashville? I think that's a way better <sighs> choice for the Grand Marshal of the Parade. But I also think it's a little hypocritical that they're pretending to get their panties in a twist because he said the word bitch. Which at this point, I'm sorry, in 2018 is hardly a swear word. Who are you calling a bitch? That was my Queen Latifah. Oh, is that what that was? Okay. I'm just saying that's a little bit of an overreaction to his uh-huh. comment. But right. I, I'm fine with it too. <laughs> I just need James Shaw Jr. Like as he's in, obviously it'll be like a cool little convertible, sure. whatever, maybe a float. Wouldn't it be awesome if he's like, my name is James. And then the whole crowd's like, Shaw. And he just does a whole Kid Rock thing. I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> uh, it's not necessary, but it would be I awesome. I need it to happen, you guys. Call now. <laughs> Call now, you agree. <laughs> All right. Some birthdays for you. Julianne Moore, Ozzy Osbourne, Tiffany Haddish, and that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Absolute best seats in the house. You'll get them right after we talk to Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Network, who joins us on the phone right now. Andrew. Good morning, guys. Poll question for the audience. Should I take my parents tonight, too? On Sunday, take your parents your tonight. Parents. Well, my, my parents, my, my parents are going to be in town, mm-hmm. and I haven't missed the show in years, right? Right, because you guys put on an amazing party. I think I so. Great, great music. My parents are in their seventies. They're not exactly the 
They're not exactly the demo for the lineup on Sunday night. Well, we can put them way in the back so it's not too loud. <laughs> like, like in the back against the back wall. Give them the worst seats in the house, Kevin. Is that what you're <laughs> suggesting? I'm saying. No, 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 no. I mean, not like that. I just, I just, I don't know that people in their 70s are going to enjoy, you know, Billie Eilish. I just, I'm concerned about the the show for that age group. I, I don't think I would, Andrew. Yeah. Wow. Think, Allie? You mean you're voting no. I'm yeah, voting I no. Say something. I thought you would say something like, "Oh my God, I can't wait to meet your family." Yes, bring them. Oh, I love old people. Believe me, I'm excited <laughs> to, for that. But I just, I'm thinking about their enjoyment of the evening. Allie, what do you think? Uh, how hip are your parents? Not that hip. Yeah, no. Uh, no. No. Yeah. Can, you leave, can you leave them at home and come to the show anyway? I mean, I could. I yes, that's the answer, right? That's the answer. From, from 2,500 miles away. Right, but that's the and answer. I, you're gonna, hey, you're... Mom and Dad, I've been working all day. I'll see you in like five hours. <laughs> you, look, you've got a TV. Just prop them up in front of the TV. Put <laughs> the Rams game on. See you later. <laughs> Andrew, it was, am I lying if I tell you it was one of the most entertaining and also unique weekends that I can ever remember in the NFL? There, there was something wacky. In pretty much every game. Pick a game, yeah. we'll, we'll come up with something wacky. Well, I, I definitely want to get to the Chargers because that was bizarre, but we okay. have to start with the drama in Green Bay. So if Green Bay doesn't yeah. lose to Arizona, to Kevin's uh, mighty Arizona Cardinals, does uh, Mike McCarthy have a job today? Was Or was the writing today, already yeah. on the wall, win or lose? No. T- today, yes. He would have a job today, but the writing was on the wall, and at all likely, like, barring a Christmas Green Bay miracle, which Aaron Rodgers has pulled out of his area before, he was gone in a month. So they did the inevitable, make it immediate, which is what they did. But they're not supposed to lose at home. Look, their season's on the line. They're desperate. They need to win out. And they lose at home to the Cardinals. I mean, they, I'm a Cardinals they, fan, up. but if you lose yeah, to the Cardinals, no. your coach should be fired. Look, they the Cardinals were 2-9. and nine. They had only beaten the Niners, and they beat them twice. I love Josh Rosen to death, right? But they, they the headline in Green Bay is probably something like, they lose to quarterback who grew up on a beach, plays in a desert, and then won there in the snow yesterday. Uh-huh. You're not supposed to lose that game. Yeah. And they did it in just heartbreaking fashion with the kick at the end, and then they fired him. The Packers, look, Mike McCarthy is a very good coach. The thing had soured. It was time to move on. Uh, to fire him during the season after a game for a guy that won a Super Bowl yeah. is pretty jarring. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. But I, I guess once the rift is big enough between you and your superstar quarterback, it's the quarterback who usually stays and the coach who usually goes, right? Well, the quarterback's not going anywhere. Uh, right. By the way, happy birthday, Aaron. He turned yeah, 35 no kidding. yesterday. You say yeah, 85? Uh, the team... 35. No, 35. 35. My 35. bad. Great. No, 85. You become a K-Rex almost. <laughs> um, with my parents. No, uh, 35. And uh, the team was listless. I mean, that's the most important thing. The team, yeah. the team looked like dead men walking yesterday, yeah. figuratively speaking. And so they had to make a change. All right. Let's talk about the remarkable ending to the Chargers-Steelers game. Have you ever seen that play out like that before where you get three chances to win it with your foot? No, I don't think it's ever happened. But but back up for a second. The Steelers had that double digit lead. I, I'm going to botch this stat. But what was it? Twenty three like, to seven. Okay, it was twenty three to seven. Yeah, they had never lost a game. Went up fourteen points at home, and I think the stat was something like not exaggerating. Two hundred and twenty two zero and two. That is <laughs> that is a correct stat. That is it. Is, is that right? That is right. 222-0-2 at home, lifetime. 
Yeah. Until last night. Until last night. And what happened at the end you're referring to is the Chargers, who have seemingly found the kicker, but but still, that's a hard to lean to kick. And they're lining up for the game-winning kick with, what, no time left. And the kid misses it, but the Steelers were offsides. And they, they was, it was obvious. It was close, but it was obvious. So they move it in five yards and give him another shot. This time the kick gets blocked, except like five guys are offside. Like the Steelers. <laughs> it literally was here. half of the team right. jumped offside. Yeah. We're going to jailbreak here and just hope we get away with it. <laughs> because because they're trying to, obviously the they're trying to block the kick because right. that, they lose the game. Oh, they blocked the kick, sure. Yeah, but yeah then... they did. But they're offside, so they move it five yards. And again, try number three. The it's only one guy who's offside this time. He is so offside, and I promise I'm not making this up. He is so offside. He dives. He flies past the ball, and then the ball goes goes up, and it and it skirts beyond his feet. And and he the guy made the kick. So in other words, he flew he by dove, before but he the was kick. So early that he flew by before the kick. He was just heading for the locker room. The bottom of his shoes. <laughs> and the field goal was good, and they declined and the offside good. and won the game. That was one of the weirdest yeah. things I've ever seen. And we have, I mean, we have here two teams. Our two teams here are 20 and 4. 20 and 4 combined. That's amazing. All right, let's close with the Rams because it, uh, if you look at it on paper, you go, oh, 30-16, pretty easy win. But Detroit was competitive. I mean, that was a pretty close game for most of it, I thought. I was kind of yeah. surprised by that. Do you think L.A. just kind of took their foot off the gas a little bit because, you know, they've already clinched the division and, it B, it's the it's the Lions? Well, a couple of things. They were coming off a bye. The Rams were coming off a bye. When last we saw them, they were scoring 54 points. Uh, it's a tough road game in, in that the Lions play a tough. Remember, they beat the Patriots there a couple of months ago, so they were going to give you a good game. Uh, the Rams are just sloppy, though. Uh, they were sloppy, and they, they looked like they were a team – Coming off a, a highly emotional two weeks with everything they've gone through and the region has gone through here, and they just were not ready to play. But in the end, they won the division. They got to celebrate on the plane home wearing all their hats and T-shirts and all that fun stuff. I believe Aaron Donald put a shirt on before they got on the plane. <laughs> and uh, they're division champions in back-to-back years for the first time since the 70s. Wow. And because of the fact that the Saints lost on Thursday, they are now back as the number one seed in the NFC, they have to hold on to it. I mean, the Saints are going to keep winning, you have to assume. They have to keep winning as well, the Rams do. And if they do that, then the road to the Super Bowl, potentially, in the NFC, goes through the Coliseum. Very exciting stuff. Andrew Siciliano is the host of NFL Network's Up to the Minute and, of course, DirecTV's Red Zone channel. We appreciate you. We'll look forward to seeing you and your parents at the show. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> See you, guys. See ya. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock KROQ. Look, look. <laughs> we have to we have to come up with a lot of games. Right. To give away these tickets, okay? <laughs> right? And that's why this one is called Florence Against the Machine. Hit it, Steve. Your tickets for Florence Against the Machine playing the Hollywood Bowl. You heard that right. Kevin and Bean think alike. Dum, dum, dum. They think Florence and the Machine are called Florence Against the Machine. 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 
Florence against the machine. Thank you. I love that he went back further than me saying it and got you saying it. Yes, we have both accidentally called them Florence against the machine. That's Florence against the machine. Florence against the machine. The game that Dave came up with is that (laughs) I'm going to be reading lyrics from either one of these bands, either Florence and the Machine or Rage Against the Machine. I'll read some lyrics. All you have to do is tell me which group it is. Is it really Florence or is it actually a Rage song? It's as simple as that. You really got a 50-50 chance. But somebody's going to win tickets for both nights of the K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas. Who's our first contestant, please? Let's start in Lake Elsinore and say good morning to Miguel. Hey, Miguel. Good morning. All right, Miguel, you understand? I'm going to read some lyrics. You just have to tell me whether it's Florence or it's Rage, okay? Sounds good. Here we go. (laughs) These are her mountains and skies, and she radiates through history's rivers of blood. She regenerates. That's going to be Florence. I'm sorry. (laughs) No. Mm. Thank you for playing. Don't need that. Don't need that one? Okay. Uh, let's go to Ron in Long Beach. Hi, Ron. Hey, guys. How you doing? All right, Ron. Get it right. You're in the drawing to win the tickets for both nights. Here we go. Is this Rage or is uh-huh. this Florence? <laughs> <laughs> Broke your jaw. Sorry. Broke your jaw once before. I spilled your blood upon the floor. You broke my leg in return. So let's sit back and watch the bed burn. Good I'm going to go with... Rage Against the Machine? <laughs> oh. oh, man. Not as easy as it seems no. like it should yeah. be, is it? Unless it says Free Mumia, I'm not sure anyone's going to get this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Kevin uh, in Los Angeles. Good morning, Kevin. Hi, good morning. His name's Kevin. Do we even right? play the game? So we just give him the on? tickets? or No, we just move <laughs> on. Yeah, just give me the tickets. <laughs> All right, Kevin, listen up. Read my whitey. <laughs> read two. my read my writing on the wall. No one's here to catch me when I fall. If ignorance is bliss, then knock the smile off my face. That's Rage Against the Machine. It is. Nicely done. All right, well done. We got one at least in the drawing. <laughs> yes, we do. All right, let's go to uh, Nigel in Westwood. Hi. Hey, guys, how you doing? Good, thank you. Hey, Nigel, we're playing, believe it or not, a game called uh, Florence Against the Machine. Is this Rage? Florence Against the Machine. (laughs) Florence Against the Machine. Is this Rage or is this Florence? Here we go. (laughs) But then it stopped, and I was in the darkness. So darkness I became. Florence. It is. How about that? Is we got a, two people. Is this a super dumb game or is it working? Both. Well, <laughs> it can be both, but I think it's one of them. <laughs> Let's go to Andrew and Claremont. Hi. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Andrew, did we mention it was Dave's idea? This idea, this whole idea of uh, Florence Gets Machine was Dave, yeah, the king of Mexico. You guys okay. are missing out. Yeah, we should kick him in the balls. Yeah. All right, here we go. <clears throat> and when we come back, we'll be dressed in black. And you'll scream our names aloud, and we won't eat, and we won't sleep. We'll drag bodies from the ground. Uh, that's going to be Florence and Machine. It is. Wow. 
I'm stunned that that's not a rage against the machine, <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, I think we just have time for one more, you guys. All right, let's make it Amy in Corona. Hi. Hello. All right, Amy, you ready to play? Yes. Here we go. I said, <clears throat> here we go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> just a quiet, peaceful dance for the things we'll never have. Just a quiet, peaceful dance for the things we'll never have. <laughs> Lauren? I'm sorry, no. no. Very close, though. I mean, very close. Hey, um, three people yes. in the drawing here. We got Kevin, we got Nigel, we got Andrew. Only one, unfortunately, is going to win tickets to both nights of the K-Rock Absolute Almost Christmas 2018 this coming weekend at the Forum. Who's our winner, please? Only one, and we're only making plans for Nigel. Nigel! Congrats, right. Nigel. Awesome. On the floor for both nights. Congratulations. I'm ready to party, man. <laughs> Thanks for playing the game. Florence against the machine. Florence against the machine. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Gotta get off this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was Jensen's idea. Yeah, yeah. The first annual Kevin and Bean gift guide. the thinking? What was the idea you were thinking behind this, Jensen? It well, seems like there are plenty of gift guides out there. That's right, but we have you every morning. We, we have you captive in your car, and we think we can help out a very busy holiday gift-giving season by just telling you some of the things we think that uh, that you should be giving your loved ones. It's just, okay. it's like we're giving like a crib sheet. It's Cliff's Notes. Sweet. Alright, I'm going to start, and I know that this is not going to be a gift that uh, in particular is going to be uh, sound very exciting to you, Kevin. But I am telling you that if I had gotten this when I was 16 or when I was 26 or any year after that, I would have been delighted to get it. If you have somebody on your list who is a particularly young person who is into history or into space exploration or even into music, I think this is a cool gift. Back in 1977, we sent... Uh, under the direction of the great astronomer Carl Sagan, we sent alongside the Voyager space mission a something called the Voyager Golden Record. And what we did was we came up with things that we thought would be of interest to extraterrestrials. We put together a mixtape, basically, for aliens. If they were to come across this and they would not know anything about us and what the Earth is all about, this was going to encapsulate all of humanity onto a record so they would know something about who we were. For instance, they put greetings from 55 languages around the world. They also put, they had a section on there which is all sounds from Earth and it had animals on there and it had heartbeats on there and it had tools and planes and Morse code to give them an idea a little bit about the where, about how we live because they were trying to figure out what are the aliens going to know about us when this when this arrives? And the answer was, of course, nothing. Come so they on, put, Santa. They put, 
They put drawings. They put drawings in there of human anatomy, of math, photographs from all over the world, and then they also decided that they were going to put music that would be representative of the human race. So they went back a thousand years to start picking music and tried to figure out what would best display what Amer- what the the world is all about. Uh, for instance, uh, mariachi music. See, the aliens are going to hear that, and they're going to go, you guys are awesome. They threw on some opera. Again, you're trying to tell them something about Earth and some rock and roll. What better way to encapsulate the human race than a Chuck Berry song? And surprisingly, I don't know why this ended up on there. Somebody wants no. to <laughs> It's a classic. I was really surprised back in 1977 that All Star made it. Aliens but anyway, need to know. It's a beautiful collection that comes in uh, with a hardbound book and all of the ephemera that was on the original mission back in 1977. I mean, this thing is long beyond our solar system. It's still out there and still could possibly be picked up by an alien somewhere who might learn a little bit about something about us on here on Earth. So that's a record? A CD. Yes. You can get it as well, a CD also. You can, you can get it on vinyl. You can get it on CD as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're assuming the aliens have a record player or a CD player. We also included, Earthlings also included instructions on how to play a record in drawings awesome. so they could figure it out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like I said, it's not for everybody, but if people are into history or if they're into astronomy or something like this, particularly young people, I think they would be really, really interested in see what, seeing what we as humanity thought was worth sending into space for other species to find. And that's the item in my Kevin and Bean gift guide. Mine isn't nearly as long. (laughs) But Allie first. Oh, oh, okay. I'll do mine. Well, yeah, that was a weird setup. Um, (laughs) Baggins Shoes is the name of the company. Um, I know this is a normal thing. Everybody likes to get stuff customized. Mm -hmm. A picture, you put it on a mug socks, whatever. They do Converse All-Stars, and Mm -hmm. you can get any picture that you want. Your pet, your loved one. Sounds familiar, Allie. Uh, Not my friend's company, though, which is weird. Allie used a different company to send me sneakers with my bulldogs on them a couple years ago. I assume there's more than one. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a (laughs) a great gift. (laughs) It is a great gift. You can get the high top or the low top, and Uh you can get uh, it's completely wrapped in the picture or just the tongue of the shoes or whatever you want, and you can make them... uh, Unique. What would you put on yours, Kevin? I would put on mine. I don't know what I'd put on mine. I know what I would put on for people that I'm giving mm-hmm. is a picture of the dog. Of course, our dog. You know what I'd like for yours is just like the tweet Radeon Durf on both <laughs> on both. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like just the whole tweet. I'm not sure that they're that big. The shoes are that big. Also, uh, I have a way too close Nicolas Cage throw pillow Mm -hmm. and a squirrel in underpants air freshener. So those are my three items. (laughs) Very much as deep as Bean's pick of the Voyager Golden Record. I'm wondering what the scent is of the squirrel in underwear. Doesn't say. Oh, dear. All right. Um, Well, mine um, is a friend of mine, Caitlin Crosby. She um, was on tour. She was a singer. She's still a singer. Um, (laughs) But she was wearing this hotel key around her neck. And then she one day was like, you know what? I'm going to have somebody put the word love on it. So everybody would ask her about this necklace. Like, why are you wearing a key? Why does it say love? What's that all about? And she's like, oh, 
This could be a great little company. Was it so, <laughs> so she started a company called The Giving Keys. And the whole purpose of the line is to have something on the key that you want to bring into your life. Whether it's love, whether it's faith, whether it's um, bravery, belief, anything. You can get Husband, that word. Husband, in your case. All right. Uh, <laughs> you can get that word on there. And then the whole thing is, you know, it's purpose. You're putting it out to the world, that type of thing. But the point of this line is that then once you feel like you've got it, you give it away to somebody. So it's a it's a purposeful line that gets you, you know, to kind of pay it forward. But I the like whole that. thing behind it is she employs people that are transitioning out of homelessness. And she is a saint walking on this earth. To this day, the Giving Keys has employed more than 100 people transitioning out of homelessness. And it's just this big family that she has with these people that had given up and she gave them a purpose through this line, which then has another purpose. So it's just a wonderful thing called the giving keys and I love it. But if you maybe don't want to get a giving key, which they have everything from earrings to bracelets to just if you want to give a key to somebody and say, just put it on your keychain, put it in your pocket, whatever. I also um, have a uh, pizza pocket pouch. So you wear it around your neck and you just slide a piece of pizza in there and just zip lock it up. Gotta and be honest, you- I love that. You have a pizza with you all the time. Yeah, that So a lot of people cool. are like, God, I really want pizza, but I have nowhere to put it. But I know I'm going to want it later. I don't want it now. Pizza pocket pouch. You're Which welcome. Out of everything. You're Love welcome. Kevin uh, you can see all of our picks on krock.com right now. And mine, uh, also, Caitlin Crosby and I went to high school together. Great. Awesome. Great woman. Lovely. Just good things. Uh, listen, my cat is named Bill. <laughs> And Bill and You're I... You're giving away Bill? No. No. But I mean, <laughs> but for the right price. But you can buy Bill. Yeah, right. for the right price, yes. Uh, but that's not my pick. Uh, Bill and I, we, we recently moved with my wife. We moved uh, to a new house. Mm-hmm. And we were nervous about Bill's reaction to moving. First few weeks were pretty good. And then now, recently, he's been uh, peeing oh, no. and pooing outside of his litter box. It's killed me. It's hurt my soul. Mm-hmm. So we've worked with him to get to a better place. And so I found something uh, called the Litter Robot. The Litter Robot. Say hello to the Litter Robot, an automatic self-cleaning litter box that really works. Its unique design senses when your cat is inside and when it's time to clean up. Once your cat exits, a cleaning cycle will begin automatically. The patented sifting process separates the clumps from the clean litter and deposits them into a carbon filter drawer below, reducing those unpleasant odors and leaving a clean bed of litter every time. Now, sounds dangerous for Bill. Forget, <laughs> forget, I hate the word clump. <laughs> forget the meet the clumps, please. Does it have a guillotine in it? I mean, what's up here? It does. It does look. It looks just like Hal from 2001. It's 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 very computery, and it opens up, and he can get in it. Now, the craziest part, other than reducing odor, never having to scoop the litter, just taking out of a box, it self cleans. All these things are awesome. Good for multiple cats. Uh, on top of that, it has a thing where I have an app all day. Where I can come on. I can be told when my cat is going to the bathroom. Oh no. I can check to make sure that his psychological problems aren't still happening. Right. And, and then it tells me when it's full. It it gives me all of the information through an app. It's interactive and it's a way to take care of your cat, uh, remotely even. Yeah. And those who are having some issues with their felines can use this. Jensen, I'm thinking not not cheap. 
Uh, well, it's six hundred dollars. Come on, <laughs> it's a six hundred dollar litter. But where else can you get updates? But, but again, about your cat? I don't know if you heard me on my phone. It'll uh-huh. tell me when my cat poos. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I also uh, have another pick. That one is just uh, they made those Billy Bass mouth things. Remember those? those sure. Fish that sing. Yeah, they made them yeah. now so that it works with your Amazon Alexa. <laughs> No. Those are my two picks. Whatever. 600 bucks. Listen, my cat seems extremely disturbed. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> We're here for you. Right by your side. It's Kevin and Pete's gift guide. So you can take this holiday season in stride. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. There are so many different ways for you to get in touch with us here at the Kevin and Bean Show, and we appreciate it, whether it's through email or the Kevin and Bean Facebook page, Kevin and Bean Twitter account, on Instagram. And, of course, there's a good old-fashioned voicemail. You can call us anytime, 24-7 at 323-520-AFRO, and leave us a message on any topic, and we thank you for doing that. Hey, Kevin and Bean, I've never called before, but I had the craziest weekend you would not believe. It was, like, totally... I, I saw you. that coming. I we knew sh- that was coming. We should have hey, never told that story. Yes, you're absolutely right. That was Kevin. Just all hell. Hey, you guys. Uh, I've been wanting to tell you guys something, but I think... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling. Oh, hello. Got some weird callers today. Yeah, we really did. Was there a full moon this weekend or something? What happened? Hey, guys. I'm really tired. And I'm on mushrooms. And I'm on a lot of, lot of, lot of m- mushrooms. You've never even heard about this show. You sound exactly like Kevin. How dare you? Hey, this message is for Bean. Right. You're talking about the world's largest. Mm-hmm. Well, have you heard of KZ, Illinois? Have you heard of that place, Bean? Casey, Illinois. No, what's going on there? Bean uh, loves the world's largest whatever. Yeah, I do. He literally will make vacations around trying to find those things. Mm -hmm. Here's what's going on, Bean. It has the world's largest wind chime, golf tee, knitting needles, wooden shoes, pitchfork, mailbox, and rocking chair. Plus, they have a whole bunch of other just big stuff. You should check it out. KZ, Illinois. Guys, I'm going to be broadcasting live tomorrow from Casey, (laughs) Illinois. How did you not know about this place? It's got everything. Uh, I have heard of that place. Didn't remember the name of it. Uh, I didn't remember it was Casey. But yeah, that sounds like it'd be well worth the destination. Sure. (laughs) Are you kidding? Spend a week there. Are you kidding? The world's largest mailbox? I am in. (laughs) That's got to be just like... You don't like Friday. But what if it's Friday? I mean, I like our version more. Yeah, I don't think that makes it better. Okay, this is me calling in to win tickets to Acoustic Christmas. I'm not good at playing games, but I am good at doing acoustic songs. Run fast for your Kevins and fast for your beans. Run for your chips and your Ally McKay's. Leave all your tuners and dials behind. you got to download the radios.com app if you want to survive. I don't think the we're giving away tickets this week. Oh. Okay. The terrestrial days are over. Can you hear the other static? But if I can suck a bleep. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was Florence and the Machines. Dog days are over. Uh, technically ah. acapella, not acoustic. That's true. That's what's out there. <laughs> hey, this message, message is for Kevin. 
Uh, Kevin, I just want to tell you, I also got kicked off of Twitter, um, oh. but they actually told me why. Oh. Um, let me just read you the message here. All right. <laughs> Still falling for it. <laughs> I was working in the lab late one night. Okay. All right. Okay. Ali's dad bang bang ba bang ba bang. Ali's mom bang bang ba bang ba bang. All night long bang bang ba bang ba bang 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 bang. I don't. I don't like that. Every, like every that. six hours, I hear. Uh, <laughs> Allie, for a long time, believed that her parents were taking a nap in the afternoon. They would let me know that they were about to nap, so I didn't call and, and interrupt, interrupt them. Their na- right. Oh, right, geez. yeah. Hey, guys. You guys think Allie's mom is boning right now? If so, what position? Just wondering. I've been thinking about it a lot lately. All right, bye. Allie's mom has got it going on. Your parents are taking a nap. I don't, I don't think we need to hear this whole thing. Taking a nap. Yep. Or maybe they're having fun in the sack. Boning in the sack. It's the latter because your mom's got it going on. on, on going on. Okay. And I don't think you knew this, but Yo. your dad's got a huge dong. All right, I think we, we've got it. Oh, how can you think uh, they're really napping? Because we all know that they're up and boning. Boning. Allie's mom has got it going on. She's got all the right sex moves that can go on that long. No. Allie, can't you see? Your mom is so sexy. You might think it's wrong, but your dad's got a huge dong. All right, we get it. It's an email coming in. Subject line is napping, but we all know they're boning. Bumping uglies we, all night we, long. We've got the gist. I feel like it's just... The bridge is coming up. <laughs> dong! Dong! So you love it? Uh, Look, well, Allie, you're well, not a test tube, baby. You understand this, these things happen, right? Don't you want your parents to be happy? I don't like any of it. Three two three five two zero A F R O twenty four hours a day. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Holly. Bean. What's happening? Have you guys seen the previews for a movie? I believe it just came out this past weekend. Head full of honey with Nick Nolte. No. 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 So, you just really? made that up. Yeah, I've no. never heard of Head Full of Honey? Isn't that, <laughs> Is that what a it's Winnie called? the Pooh sequel? I swear it's called Head Full of Honey. Hold uh, on. Crap. Did you just make that up? Yeah, it might have. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, hold on. No, it's called Head Full of Honey. Okay, phew. I can't believe this exists. I'm going to tell you, if you see the trailer for this movie, you will be... A puddle, just a mess. Really? It's Nick Nolte. He has Alzheimer's, and it's all about how his family comes together for what could be the last year of his life. It's Matt Dil- Matt Dillon, Claire Forlani, Emily Mortimer. The movie looks incredible, and I say this because doing I was a bang like, up job of advertising. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think the guy in charge of advertising has Alzheimer's. <laughs> well, it looks fantastic. I just keep seeing the commercial, and I'm like, that looks incredible, and it made me think. 
where's Nick Nolte been? Like, I haven't heard from Nick Nolte in forever. Not like heard from, like, hey, Ali, what's up? It's Nick Nolte. <laughs> but I have not heard about him in being in it anything doesn't seem like he's in been forever. Doing much, yeah. And then I see, oh, actor Nick Nolte joining the ensemble of the live-action Star Wars series The Mandalorian. Huh. Maybe so, he just retired after the world's greatest mugshot. He said, I will never top this. Well, I'm done. Just telling you. Look, look up the trailer for Head Full of Honey. It looks incredible. And now hearing that he's going to be in this as well. All right. Nick Nolte making a comeback. He's back. Yes. I'm a blue chips guy. Are you? Yeah, that movie yeah, rules. He got Cape nominated Fear, for I mean. an Academy Award for a movie like four or five years ago. Remember? Do you guys remember which one I'm talking about? Four or five years ago? Yeah. Uh, four or five years uh, ago. Was it the Afflicted? No. Was it the Afflicted? The Warrior. And also in Affliction. Those are... That's Affliction. Fu- that's, that's funny one, he did yeah. a movie about MMA and is in a movie called Affliction. Uh, but yeah, the, he's also very good in Warrior. He really? was up for Best Supporting Actor, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's a real good actor. I'm uh, delighted he's working again. He looks like the guy who wrote Lord of the Rings right now. <laughs> Do you guys know that? <laughs> oh. No. Oh, I'll show you the picture. Hold on. Nick Nolte does? Yeah. Because uh, he's got a big bushy Santa beard. I mean, but like beyond that, uh, he... George R. R. Martin, you're talking about? Yeah, I'll find the picture, guys. Okay. Just keep okay. talking. It's good radio. Yep. <laughs> guys, I. I'm really you now. on this show, Jensen. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a professional now. I think you're thinking. Well, if it's, he's got the beard and everything, that in the movie Head Full of Honey, he's got a, a beard. There's no movie called that. Let's I stop swear to God, let's you stop, guys. Let's stop pretending. Like it is, there is a lovely, right. lovely trailer. Let's All right, you had it. a dream about Nick Nolte. We get it. <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> you guys. Um, hey, Fifty Cent. Stop talking about your family online. Oh, yeah. You're such... uh, He's such a dick. What's he saying? Well, um, his son wound up posing in a photo with one of uh, 50 Cent's rivals, Kenneth Supreme McGriff, with his son. So it's just his son in a picture with another guy. Mm -hmm. Well... But since it was his rival and... You're underselling it. That guy probably shot him. Well, yeah. (laughs) So it's a pretty big rival. Yeah. Yeah, he is... I believe he's serving a life sentence right now. Yeah. He's probably shot 50 Cent. Yeah. His son took a picture with someone who probably shot 50 Cent. Okay. But do you then write, if both these little ends got hit by a bus, I wouldn't have a bad day? Uh, no. Talking about your son. No, you'd never write that on social media, even if you thought it. What is happening yeah, it's pretty crazy. with 50 Cent? Yeah. Like It seems like the only time you hear about 50 Cent lately is when he's saying something horrible online and then he deletes it. Or if you watch Power, which is a really good show. I mean, either way, what is happening with 50 Cent? Yeah, that's not a good thing to say. Well, let's go to our beef correspondent. What's happening with 50 Cent? Where is he in the world these days, Jensen? I mean, he still does really well as a producer. He's more Mm -hmm. of a, he's obviously more of an entrepreneur at this point than Mm -hmm. he is a rapper. But Mm -hmm. I stand by the fact that if I were to set up a Spotify playlist for you of just 50 Cent hits, it's a jam for like an hour. It's great. It's like bop after bop. Uh, (laughs) And then uh, he also once tweeted, this is almost a decade ago. But he once tweeted, I can't believe my grandmother's making me take out the garbage. I'm rich. F this. I'm going home. I don't need this S. Which is one of my favorite tweets of all time. And that is fantastic. Supposedly in a museum somewhere. Some museum did all these celebrity tweets and the lamest, most incredible ones. That one made the museum. Yeah, that's the best one. I love it. I love it so much. (laughs) Also, I don't mean to bring it back and halt it, but this is Nick Nolte now uh, up in the corner there. He looks like George R. He really does look exactly like him. And the hat, too. Yeah, Yeah, that little uh, newsboy. Boy cap. Radio, have fun. Good times, everybody. Uh, I mean, if something is bad and stops the show, go back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
It's a good it's a good rule. <laughs> uh, Kevin, you can tune out for this story. Okay. Um, but Instagram wants to give users the power to share certain things with only certain people. Not sure if you've seen this. Um, I don't know if everybody has the update as of now. Close but friends. in stories, yeah. yes, you could either post the story to everyone or a little green circle that says close friends. Hmm. So if you just want to share certain stories with a select group of people, Kevin, on Instagram. <laughs> sorry. You're still not you're still I'm not, not back. I'm on, still not on Instagram. And okay. And no real progress. All right. So you got that going for me, which is nice. Did you send any over the weekend? I did, of course. Oh. You're still sending the pictures uh, with your code actually, I was number on Friday. I didn't Saturday or Sunday because I just sort of like I give up. Hmm. How important is it for God's sakes? Well, now it's it, it needs to happen. Like I I am thoroughly invested. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you know. are because I'm tired of it. So come on, Instagram, free kept dog, two cheese, free kept dog. It's a good hashtag. Well, I I know that that probably upset you, so I want to bring. A story that basically it's like Applebee's was like, how do we improve Kevin's life? <laughs> so they have a uh, a drink for the whole month of December. It's only going to cost you a buck. Okay. What kind of drink could only cost you a buck? Well, let me tell you about this vodka-based cocktail where you can get one of two flavors. Both kind of Christmassy. Okay. One is red. A cherry Jolly Rancher drink with vodka or the green, the green apple vodka drink for the whole month of December, Kevin. I don't think that's good for me. One dollar. <laughs> you just go in, slap down 20 bucks, and you're like, I'm going to be here Have for a, a while. <laughs> oh, they, they let you drink more than one of those at a dollar? I don't, I guess so. I don't uh, know. I don't think they have a lawyer. No? <laughs> I'm saying, that seems bad. I don't know. Hold on. Yeah, you can get one of these drinks oh, for okay. just a buck. Yeah, oh. I was going to say. I was going to say, because these people are going to die. It didn't make sense. No. No, that, oh. those people are going to die. This is the shakiest thing <laughs> ever. There's no movie with There's honey. No. Do, you think Bean, do you think Bean left just in his room sleeping? I certainly should. <laughs> I would have been justified, nope. I'll tell you that. Nope. Just only Monday. Just only Monday. It can't be Monday. It can't just only be Monday. Wait, still Monday. Oh. That is fantastic. <laughs> Only Monday. And who says journalism is dead, right? Uh, some birthdays for you. Tiffany Haddish, happy birthday. Ozzy Osbourne, still alive, you guys, still alive. Julianne Moore. So those are some birthdays. That's <laughs> Well, you, you ended strong, so you got that going for you, which is nice. How do I have fatigue? I've been here three months. <laughs> Thank you, Ellie. Since you can't say that's, that's what's happening. happening on your drive home today, let's do a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour on K-Rock, a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning on all-new Kevin and Bean Show, we've got animal stories, and we've got tickets to both nights of the K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas, which is this weekend. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, K-Rock. Thank you, next bitch. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.